All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You're listening to the Jason Greger Show presented by PlayAlberta.ca. If you gamble, use your game sense. Stay within your limit. Go to gamesense.ab.ca and learn more. I think you're on the, are you in, on the road? You're on the West Coast right now, aren't you? I am. I am. I'm going to be in uh, your stomping grounds in a few days here. So, oh, yeah, nice. uh, Western Canada. Uh, Actually, today I'm in, I'm in Seattle today. So we did Vancouver, mm-hmm. now Seattle, and then kind of heading back, uh, heading back tonight uh, to Calgary and Edmonton. It's, uh, I can tell you're in the hotel room simply by the sick drawing slash painting slash art yeah. that's on the wall. Like it's such a good hotel art room, eh? <laughs> They're classic. It, oh. it is, and then and then the the, the perfectly placed vent too. Yeah, yeah. You know, oh yeah, vents up at the ceiling there. So yeah. yeah, all good, all good here. Um, the Pittsburgh Penguins huge game in Vancouver, man. Like if they were trying to keep their their hopes alive, they came back in massive form. Uh, kind of tell me what's your thoughts on the Penguins here? Is like Jake Gensel a for sure to get traded? Do you still believe that? Oh man, I don't know. I mean, I, I originally was couldn't imagine him getting traded, and then we kind of had Kyle Dubas's press conference last week, and just reading between the lines, which is a dangerous thing to do, it made me think. I think it's going to happen now, and I, I just don't know what choices you really have. I just don't see them being able to resign him, and he, he'd be able to do something. First off, they don't want to lose him. I mean, Jake Gensel is he's incredible. He's been since day one as a Pittsburgh Penguin, but. I also sit there and think, like, you know, where the team's at and, and what they want to do in the next – this year and coming years, I think you got to move them. I, I don't know. I, I'll be amazed at what happens. Uh, it's going to be intriguing what happens from now until March 8th. But um, this team is – it showed some gumption in Vancouver the other night, man. Uh, it was uh, it was a grinded-out game that 
Um, they found a way, and right now without him, uh, Jake Ansel obviously in the lineup, and without Brian Rust, it was a good team effort, big win, and to kind of start this road trip. So you look at at the Penguins, and let's say they move um, Gensel, which like I guess they just do it, and they feel like, hey, we got Sidney Crosby, and Gensel's been out a while anyway, and so you know what, we're playing well. Like if they move him, they actually might get a player back in return, and so they could still even make the playoffs, especially if Philly sells off some of their defensemen. Yeah, so you know that's one thing. Going back to the uh, the the Dubis, um, you know what he said last week, where. Basically, this is a team at the deadline here. They're not looking for getting, expending, you know, futures for something right now. Um, it'd be a hockey trade, player for player, you know, and gets the player out on roster to a player in. So I think that that's what it would have to be for for Jake. Um, it'd probably be a lot more than that, to be honest. You probably have a roster player. It's going to be difficult to find a player of that caliber of Jay Gensel. So it's certainly you could have probably some picks coming in. But, um, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it, it's, a, it's an interesting spot. And, uh, you know, it's, it's one that uh, it, it's probably the most pivotal decision to potentially, I mean, geez, it looks like Sid can play for another 10 years, to be honest with you. <laughs> but just going off of Sidney Crosby, um, you know, this decision could map out the remainder of Sidney Crosby's career in Pittsburgh. Like, it's a big decision of how to manage this Jake Gensel situation. Yeah. That makes sense. TR? Um, Mike, I got a question. I was asked this today on my podcast, and I'm not really sure the answer. The Senators, almost opposite of the Penguins, I thought they'd both be in, but yeah. where one team is dominated by young players and one, one by older players. But the Senators, when I looked... At the goalies' numbers, they're atrocious. Each goalie, all three that have played this year, have well under a nine save percentage. So, how much of this is goaltending, and how much of it is that these guys need to shake up on their squad? Because they do have a young team full of talent, and I'd hate to want to break that up if I was there. I was one of the brass in that situation, but I don't know. The goalies are doing poorly, would be an understatement. So, yeah, I mean, how much of it is goalies and how much are they just playing? Yeah, I think there's a fine line, like, not to go to another sport, but I'm I'm a big Cleveland Browns fan, and there's that that famous jersey where you just show since the Browns got back in, like, 99, it's starting quarterbacks. It's just bop, 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 all the way down the list. And, you know, it's like 30 starting quarterbacks since they've come back, and people are like, oh, they haven't had the right quarterback. They've had a horrible team. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't care if Tom Brady was there. Like, he's not going to look good. And, you know, so I think it's really hard with Ottawa and some teams that they go through goaltenders and their goalies struggle when when you give up certain looks. Like, when you're not predictable for your goalies, you know, that's not letting these guys off the hook. I don't think they've been. And the quality shots has got to be something, too. I haven't seen games, so I don't know. I've only seen a couple. Yeah, yeah, no, but it's so, I mean, I don't think the goalies have been good, but they sure as hell haven't had much to work. You know, work with as far as giving them a chance to be good, right? So, um, you know, I, I think the bigger thing, like you mentioned, TR, it's they're they're at crossroads here because this has been a team that has, still has, and uh, a great pipeline, young talent. Uh, I thought they should have made the playoffs this year and, and really took a big step. I thought they were going to do that the last couple seasons. 
Yeah. But I think it's time now. You gotta you gotta try to shake up the group a little bit. And I don't know what that means. Like there's some really good young players there that this core that's always been, well, the future's bright because of the core. I think it's time to tap into that core now and shake up the, the group. You, you gotta find a way to play well defensively as a team. They do not. I don't think they give their goaltenders much of a shot on a nightly basis. Well said. My second question, i got to ask you because you went through it, and I've been asked this before. People ask me about the draft and if you can go in and get drafted a second time. The only person I've ever known was Brad Larson. He did that. I played with him in junior on a couple of those Canada teams and followed his career. And Much like yourself, didn't seem to derail your career. But what was that process like? You go in the first round, right? And I think 97 or 98, and then you waited it out, and you went, but for whatever reason, I mean, you don't have to get, if it's personal, I don't need to know that, nor does anybody. Well, you go you go back in, didn't seem to derail your career, it seemed to be a good decision. So what was that process like? Yeah, no, it's, um, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't planned. It was, uh, um, you know, it was, it was something where, you know, you got those two years to sign, and I was a, a player I was a, a year removed from playing high school hockey in Ohio. And it's not high school hockey like it is in Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's quite a bit off, right? So I was drafted by the Islanders um, ninth overall on potential. So, you know, I knew that this wasn't going to be a quick signing. My agent made made me clear of that. And then what it ended up coming down to is an 11th hour before um, the, the two years is up. Um, Try to play hardball. And uh, we played hardball at the wrong GM. Mike Milbury uh, hung up on my agent, and my agent was calling back and wouldn't return a call. So we just watched the clock kind of tick. Interesting. And, I, and wow. uh, there it was. So I'm like, oh, now what? You know? And uh, so, you know, going back in the dra- draft, I think TR, the only guy, I think Scott Parker may have gotten drafted higher the second time, or at least in the first round again. But I knew I was going to go later, right? Like, I'm a yeah. 20-year-old getting drafted with 18-year-olds. So I went in the third round, but I went to the right franchise. Like, I was yeah. a raw kid, big size, didn't know how to play physically, uh, had to learn all these things about playing pro hockey. And I went to an organization in New Jersey where they are going to take their time with me, and I spent close to three years in the minors. And then I think that's probably the the reason why I played as long as I did is because I, I had a team that was really patient with their prospects. It's a great answer. Thanks for being so honest. Uh, you, know, you know, another guy, Jared Stoll kind of did what you did. Uh, I think he was drafted by the Flames in 2000 uh, and then uh, went to the Orders in 2002. But he actually moved up 10 spots. He went from 40, he? went from 46 to uh, to 36. And also uh, Matthew Lombardi, I'm pretty sure, is another guy. He went from the seventh round for the Orders in 2000, and then they didn't sign him. And then the Flames took him in the third round in 2002. So. Uh, two guys who it's kind of funny both uh you know Edmonton and uh, Calgary and they basically just swap it's almost like they traded stolen Lombardi just without announcing it it's pretty funny um <laughs> looking at uh you know the 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 metro right now i, I think it's three, it's going to be 5 and 3 right i think Tampa and Detroit are yeah. going to make the playoffs and so you got Phillies currently in third Mike, then you've got the Devils, you've got the Penguins, you've got the Capitals who just keep battling. Their coach should be a finalist for coach of the year. And, and then the, the Islanders, who I, I think are out. But what, what do you make of this? Do you think some of these teams are actually just going to come down to the wire? And like if Philly does do what they said they were going to do and move some guys, even though it looks hard because where they're in the standings, that if you're New Jersey or you Pittsburgh, you say, well, you know what? We'll just stand pat, or even if we're Pittsburgh, we'll trade Gensel and get someone else, and we'll be fine. 
because we think we can catch Philly if they deplete their defense. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, um, man, you you look at uh, – I, I personally still think that New Jersey and Pittsburgh both get in. And so then it's – by saying that would make it where five teams in the Atlantic can't make it, right? It would be four and four. Um, so, I, you know, I – you mentioned you mentioned Washington with Spencer Carberry and what he's done this year. I, I watched this Caps team the first five games of the year, fellas. It was one of the worst National Hockey League teams I've ever seen. Like it was that bad early on. I'm like, this this is going to be a horrific year for Washington. So they've shown a lot of gumption this year and and keeping in the hunt here. I think they'll run out of gas down the stretch here. Um, you know, but then I, I think that like every team right now, you got a week left before deadline. The Flyers are in a perfect example here where if the market's right and you've, you've got you've got players there, you've got defensemen that uh, can fetch you some, some return. And, you know, I don't know if, you know, like a Sean Walker, I think the asking price is first-round pick. I don't know if they're going to get that, but they don't have to do anything. they got Ristolainen and Drysdale that are both out. They kind of need Sean Walker right now. But this team isn't supposed to be where they're at right now. Anyways, that's supposed to be like a year or two. They're ahead of schedule. But if they don't get what they want, I think Nick Sealer. Nick Sealer is one of the most underrated. You know, you want to add toughness, meanness yeah. in the playoffs. Uh, Nick Sealer's one, man. I can't wait to see if a team goes and tries to pluck him. But at the same rate, I mean, this is talk about development. The, the Flyers need experience for these young guys. They need experience in the playoffs this year. So if they're not getting a first or second or, or the package they want for, for either of those guys, I think they keep them and they, and they take a run. I thought they were going to fall out. I, I still. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Bill and leaning towards them falling out, and that would open the door for Pittsburgh and New Jersey. Um, but it'll be interesting what happens before March 8th here. If they end up selling those guys and they're dinged up on the back end, I think that's the path for, for the Devs and the Penguins. But, yeah, um, yeah it's uh, it's going to be a grind down the stretch. You look at 
you know, the, the Chris Tanev trade that came down for Dallas, like, that looks like a great trade for Dallas. I know Calgary's high on the, on the young prospect that got physical defender who they think can maybe be a third pair guy, which is great. But, you know, uh, it's funny. Dallas, I think uh, they're 20th or 19th in the league, maybe even 22nd in block shots as a team. Chris Tanev, second in the NHL in block shots. Like, I know it's a stat that some people kind of poo-poo, Mike, but when you get into the playoffs, man, like, that can really help your team at a key time in a game. So he's a, he's a shot-blocking specialist, so that, to me, leads to, you know, you need that in the playoffs. Like, when we think of long playoff runs and some of the teams that we've seen over every year, it seems like they go a long time in the playoffs. It doesn't seem like, even when you're outplayed, just teams block it. How hard it is for shots to even get on net come playoff time for teams. Like everything, yeah. everybody's getting a piece of something. They're desperate and blocking shots. So I think that's big. But I, I, I think that it's got to be you watch how he blocks shots. He knows what he's doing. I was one. I didn't block shots very good. I'll be honest with you. Like if you don't want, you didn't want me blocking shots because I was sliding out of control, taking myself out of place. <laughs> I, I wasn't good at it. Okay. But when guys. When, when it's done like when it's an art, and I think Tanev does it that way, it's 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 big. But you also, when you're blocking a lot of shots and you're a league leader, that means that you guys are playing without a buck a ton, right? right. And that's, I think that's how numbers get up there. But yeah, um, you know, bringing him in, uh, that'll be big for them to kind of have uh, just that they, they they don't really have that lockdown defenseman that's going to just frustrate you and, and be a, an absolute horse. I mean. Um, You've got uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, the other one had a kind of breakout a couple of years ago. Starts with an L, defenseman. Lindell. Anyways, Lindell and yeah, Lindell. Yeah, Essa yeah. Lindell. Thank you. Yeah, Essa Lindell. Who who he's he's good defensively. Um, but you know, after that, you got you got a Harley and Nils Lundqvist. Um, you know, Mira Heiskanen's good, but you need him to go offensively. I, I love this fit here. I love what he brings. He's a specialty player right now in the league. There's not many specialty players, and teams that have them, I think, have a huge advantage. Mike Rupp uh, joins us on Sports 1440, Orders Nation YouTube and Facebook. And uh, one last one for you, uh, Rupper. When and, and this is a hard question, but I always like to ask because it's fun. So when you look at all the guys, and we've heard a lot of the names that are available, no question. Um, give me a guy that you think is going to be really good value for his new team. You don't even know where the team is, but you're like, man, I like this guy. doesn't mean he's the sexiest player, but a guy that you think is going to be really good value at the deadline for a team that acquires him. Brandon Duhame in Minnesota. Fourth line, grinding guy, character guy. I reached out to the Wild and was asking about him because he's one of the guys that, you know, I love these under-the-radar guys. And let's, let's just a friendly reminder, we've all watched hockey and been a part of hockey for a long time. The big moves aren't the ones that win Stanley Cups. It's little moves like that. Brandon Duhame is tough as nails. He'll stick up for his teammates. He kills penalties. He understands his role. And what I said a minute ago, and I'm a firm believer of this, there's no – the league is awesome right now, skill-wise. It's entertaining, and that's the name of the business. We're an entertainment business. But you still need specialty guys who understand their role. And I don't think many guys do anymore. And Brandon Duhame understands that. You throw him down on your third line – he can get it done. You put him on your fourth line where he'll probably be on a contender. He, he'll get it done. He'll, he'll provide energy in that spark. He's one that I think would pay dividends, doesn't cost much, pending UFA. Uh, whatever team gets him, I'm, I'm interested to see how he fits in. I think it would be really good.
Mm, interesting. All right. I like that one. All right, Rupper. Uh, enjoy. Uh, you know what? I might have to. I said when you're coming to Edmonton, I would uh, take you for a donair because you've never had one. So, uh, oh, yeah. Sunday afternoon. Do you, might... know what that, do you know what that is, TR? A donair? I don't eat many of them, but I do. And I know they're. Uh, uh, Gregor loves them. I know that much. Uh, I got to try one. Yeah, yeah, I got to so, try one. Well, well Sunday, because I know you're in Calgary Saturday night, right? So then you'll fly in Edmonton. So you'll probably, you know what? Uh, you'll, you'll need like a. An early afternoon snack because it's a seven o'clock start. So uh, I'll be texting you. We'll uh, we'll hook yeah, up. Yeah, let me I'll, know. I'll come let me know where to get one. I'll come. No, no, I'll come pick you up, but I'll take you to get a donair. Let's go. Cause trust right, me, you can't go to us. you can't go for a bad donair. That's the worst. You got to get a good one. <laughs> All right, okay, rapper, have a good one. All See right, thanks, folks. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.